LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. This is the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast hosted by LifeWay. Ron's mission is to help church leaders become better leaders. I'm your host, Chandler Vinoy, and Ron, in this episode, we are talking about how to identify toxic leadership. So help us with that term, will you? Well, obviously, toxic doesn't sound very No, it does does not. You know, it's like poison or something. Somebody's listening in and be like, I think this is my culture that I'm in right now. Yeah, and I have talked to so many leaders, so many people who, who live under toxic leadership. In fact... Uh, someone who has been in ministry or in the work world for a number of years is going to have that at some point in their in their career, probably. Uh, but it's so it's obviously not good. Uh, toxic meaning, you know, there uh, there's just so many bad. Uh, rela- there's bad relationships everywhere, but they're so they're so bad that it's toxic. Uh, toxic leadership is is a leadership style that you just don't want to even want to show up in the morning. Mm. You know, you you, uh, um, you you you're there for a paycheck and, and that's all you're yeah. not um, uh, you're not likely you would you would leave if you could. There's a reason you've stayed. Um, toxic leadership makes people and usually many people on the team feel um Man, I just don't want to be here today, you yes. know, and you feel that way every day. Now, we all feel like that some. I know you. we're at Lifeway now, so you probably can't say that here. It's always great. It's that is always on the great. record, right? Yes, yes, yes. We love it. We love it. Love it. But we all feel that way some days yeah. in toxic leadership. That's every day. Well, I'm sure you've seen this. Have you been in an environment like this? You know, I really have, and uh, and and I can't call all of them out, but uh, but I have. Uh, I'll go back to one that's many years ago, and I think the people uh, have have actually retired now. So, but I was in I worked in department store uh, retail management for about ten years, and we went through just a period where our supervisors from corporate office were so demanding, so controlling, demeaning, you know, just would talk down to us. Uh, I once had uh, put this illustration in my book. I once had a my sales book thrown at me across the desk. That's how that's toxic. Yeah. You know, when when you're throwing things in a meeting, that's that's toxic. And um, and to the point where I ended up leaving because as a result of that. And I loved my career in retail up until that season, and that caused the end of it. So, yeah, I have. And I know when you're in a toxic culture, and we're talking more than likely talking to somebody that's in that culture right now, when you're in that culture, um, it will cause you – I mean, you may lose sleep. You may – you can't eat right. Uh, in, in severely toxic cultures, it just can destroy your health. And it will take – years of recovery sometimes to come out from under that and you know i have um i've hired people out of toxic cultures and uh and i know coming in a lot of times i'll just have that conversation with them on the front end look i realize you came you're coming out of a very difficult season but here's a couple of things to know one i'm going to give you time and grace to figure it out uh and to acclimate and two, um, uh, the other thing to know is this is not that place. Now we have our own problems, and we'll have, pl- <laughs> and you'll see plenty of them. And I, and we're not perfect, 
but we're not a toxic culture, so don't put your expectations or reactions on us that you had there. And that'll take time, and that's why we're going to give you time. But you can't carry, because a lot of times uh, injured people injure people. So a lot of times you'll leave a toxic culture, walk into another culture, and you take some of that, those same injuries with you. You have to be careful against that. Yeah. Well, somebody's sitting here listening going, I think I may be in a culture like that. Mm. What are you know? What are some indicators and clues that you're in a toxic leadership culture? Well, I'm going to share five of them. The okay. first one is people quit without their next steps figured out. Mm. I mean, who does that? Yeah. You know, we like income, especially if we have bills to pay. If we're independently wealthy, maybe we just quit and we don't have anywhere to go. But most of us need an income. And so if you see people jumping ship without an income, that means they couldn't take it anymore. So they left. Um, that was kind of the way it was for me when I left. the. the uh, and I had been interviewing, trying to find some things. Didn't find them, but I just, we just had to pull the trigger. Yeah. And so if that's happening a lot and you just see, man, people leave here without a job to go to, there's a reason behind that. Hmm. And it's like you were saying, it impacts so many different areas yeah. of your life. You know, you you can't sleep, you can't eat, all that kind of stuff. And a lot so of times, your spouse is at home saying, mm. why do you keep doing that? Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the first one. What's the next one? The next one is people, I used this term earlier, but people become a comfortable casualty. Um, it's the opposite of, of the, the one before, but it's so true of toxic cultures. Some people stay, but they remain miserable. Mm. And, and, uh, and you know, you just generally – I use this illustration all the time about uh, places to live. I just ran into somebody this weekend that just moved from Charleston, South Carolina. I said, that's a great city. I don't know anybody that's ever lived in Charleston, South Carolina, didn't say they loved it. Mm. You know, and there's certain places where you work and, like – People generally like working there. Yep. In a toxic culture, you won't find many people that enjoy working there. And they won't even say, man, this is a great place to work. They'll say, uh, it's a job. My, mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it pays the bills. Um, it's people just literally, it's, it's like we've talked about on so many other podcasts. They stop taking risks. They, they, uh, they stop dreaming. They, it's just, okay, it's just a job. And another um, – now, you'll have this just because of people sometimes, but everybody, 5 o'clock comes, <laughs> I mean, they're out the yep. door, you know. 4.45, they're uh, already – Yeah, they're packing <laughs> up, you know, they're ready. Because, uh, again, I'm not saying every time that happens it's a toxic culture, but it's just an indicator. Yeah. People have just become comfortable casualties. So somebody's – Somebody is listening goes, oh, wow, I'm a comfortable casualty. Mm. They just, just kind of hit them. Yeah. What advice would you give to them? Well, there's a couple of things. You can keep being comfortable if you want to. Yeah. You know, um, but I would ask myself bigger questions in that is if I had to end my career today, would I be satisfied with what I've done with my career? Mm. Uh, is there something else out there that I could contribute to society more than I am today? Is there some place out there? A lot of times people in toxic cultures assume it's like that everywhere. That's in toxic churches, too. I mean, how many pastors have I talked to and they're like, man, the last three churches I've been in have just been hard. Or a church where the average pastor lasts 18 months or, or two years because the people just 
destroy them, you mm-hmm. know. Those are toxic churches, toxic cultures. And um, and so you have to – but there are healthy environments out there. Um, there are places where people enjoy their work. Yep. There are churches where people – where there's not conflict every month. Mm-hmm. Those churches exist. Yeah. And you may just have to come to the conclusion – you may have to go back to the first one and jump <laughs> ship without your next steps figured out. But um, but you you – you probably need to ask yourself some bigger questions. Is is this good enough? Am I going to be satisfied with this if it remains the same? Yeah. Let me ask a bonus question here. Yeah. Hearing you say that, man, the last three places I've been have been toxic. Mm. If you are interviewing and you kind of get the sense that it is... You're not saying that about you. You're saying what if somebody says that? Correct. Yeah. Right, right. Yep. And the question is this. When sh- when should you feel like you could step into a place and you could feel the toxic? You could change the toxic leadership culture, mm. and is that even possible? It's possible from the top down. It's very difficult to change it from uh, from a, a seat. It's ha- it's hard to lead up for that. Yep. There's a lot of ways you can lead up for change and for to encourage new ideas and those sort of things. But if you've got a toxic leader at the top. It's pretty difficult to lead up with that. Mm. Um, doesn't mean you can't approach that. I mean, you stand up for yourself. You should never be subject to abuse, any of that sort of stuff. But it's it's very difficult to lead up for that. And uh, hopefully, it, it, like if they're not the number one position, but you report to them, maybe there's some avenues to go around that. You know, and and maybe they just don't see it. I've worked with some places before where um, the toxic leader. Creating the toxic culture was bottom was doing it to the people that reported to him and be, and below. Yep. But the supervisors above that person didn't realize it because he was great to them. Mm. So sometimes that's the case. But um, yeah, if you're in those environments, it's gonna be hard to to lead up to have that changed. And um, yeah, it's just hard. Yeah, that's helpful. All right. That's number two. What's number three? Meetings with supervisors are dreaded. This one, um, here, here's one standard that you can you can judge. Do do the people that report to you get nervous when they have to come to your office? Mm. Does it cause them anxiety? And, and you know, how do you know that? Just ask them. Well, how do you feel when? When you you understand you're going to have a meeting with me, are you comfortable with that? Do I make you comfortable? Now, obviously, the better thing would be, um, you know, if they if you had the kind of environment where people felt the freedom to answer that. But if I ask you that question, I'll know by your response. <laughs> um, but you know, if you work for somebody, and oh, and I've had this with um, late people. Where uh, pastoring the church, you've got somebody on the finance committee, and you know they got a complaint every time they call you. Yep, they show up. See on their the, phone number, and you're hey, just like, oh, caller, here we go. Oh, wow. Yep. You know, in toxic cultures, that happens every time. Hmm. Every meeting's that way. You walk in anxious to every meeting, and uh, and it's again, it's it's a miserable way to live. Yep. Well, that's that's number three. What about number four? Policies are valued over people. Toxic cultures love their rules. 
they love uh, structure at any cost, and the, it's impossible to to break a rule or, or or get outside the process because I mean it, that's it's a rule you know it's in place, uh, but there's no regard for the people impacted by the processes of the rules. And what about the last one? The last one, these are clues that you're in a toxic culture. Management is preferred over leadership. Management is preferred over leadership. In toxic culture, people are managed by handing out sets of instructions, making sure they comply with them. Uh, healthy cultures, as we talk about a lot on this podcast, in, encourage individual empowerment, creativity. Um, to lead people, you have to afford people the opportunities to innovate and create uh, toxic cultures don't allow that. It's do what I say and do it this way because that's the way we do things. And that goes back to the one before, right? Policies over people. Yeah. Those, I mean, those those are two different things, but they go hand in hand. They where do. management, I'm just trying to, to get you through the process. Imp- implement the policies. That's right. Yep. Well, if you enjoy listening to these, please let us know. We would love to hear from you. We'd also love to hear any topics that you'd like us to talk about. But if you enjoy, if you do enjoy the podcast, help us out by uh, liking them, sharing them on social media. Writing a positive review is very helpful. Subscribe to them so you don't miss them. I realize we're sporadic in recording these sometimes, <laughs> so at least you'll know when they're coming out if you've subscribed to them. Uh, thank you for listening, and we'll be back with you next time. Thanks for listening to the Ron Edmondson Leadership Podcast. For more information about Ron, check out ronedmondson.com. For more leadership resources from Lifeway, check out leadership.lifeway.com.